Welcome to Down with the Dig. I'm Shella. And I'm Matt. This is a podcast presented by the Ohio Laborers Union to keep you connected to your labor family. This is Down with the Dig. We're fortunate today to be joined by two different guests. The first is Terry Joyce. He's the business manager of Local 310 in Cleveland. And he's also the president of the Cleveland Building Trades. Hi, Terry. Hi, glad to be uh, on this call. Looking forward to it. We're also joined by David Wondolowski. He is the Executive Secretary of the Cleveland Building and Construction Trades Council. Hi, David. Hi, how are you, Matt? Hi, Shaw. Hi, David. Thanks for having me on today. Thank you. Dave, why don't we start off with you? Why don't you tell us a little bit about your background? Well, I'm a bricklayer by trade um, back from 1993 when I got into the local, uh, the local five here in Cleveland. And um, uh, eventually became a business agent with the union and uh, in 2013 ran to become the executive sec- secretary of the Cleveland Building Trades. And Terry, how about your background? Sure. Um, I joined the labors in uh, 1987 and uh, became a business agent in 95 and some uh, 15 years ago also ran and uh, became president of uh, the Cleveland Building Trades. Oh, wow, that's great. And what is the Cleveland Building Trades? It's an organization of uh, 17 local unions, and uh, we are an advocacy arm for all of the unions. I do a little bit of contract negotiation, but uh, more importantly, lobbying and, and building relationships on behalf of all of the unions. And, and why was the Cleveland Building Trades first uh, created? As an advocacy group for for those seventeen unions, kind of to bring everybody under one one umbrella. Power in numbers. That's correct. And Terry, what is the mission and the goals of the Cleveland Building Trades? I think it's to advance the opportunities for all working men and women in in our area. Um, it's it's all tradespeople. So you know the carpenters, the electricians, the iron workers, uh, the sheet metal workers. We we all come together for. The common, the common good, and, and one common purpose of uh, keeping our people working and uh, explaining to both owners, developers, government agencies that uh, you know we've got the best mousetrap. We we train our people. Uh, we, uh, we 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 make sure that their you know jobs come in on on time and, and under budget, and we collectively do that uh, with one single voice. And that's why we in Cleveland really. Uh, but believe in, in the Trades Council mission. You mentioned some of the local affiliates work with. Uh, do you want to expand upon that a little bit and talk about uh, all of them? Well, we, we in our council, we have uh, the boilermakers, the bricklayers, and cement masons, carpenters, electricians, uh, elevator constructors, uh, painters, uh, tapers, um, fro- heat and frost insulators, iron workers, of course, the laborers, and... Um, Millwrights, pile drivers, pipe fitters, plumbers, plasters, roofers, sheet metal workers, and teamsters. So there's a big group there. <laughs> Sounds like it pretty much covers everything that would go into a building. A lot of groups. How were you able to create such a large market share? You know, it's really about building relationships. And Terry and I uh, work hand in hand together to do that. Uh, you know, building the trust of owners and developers and uh, public officials in this town is, uh, you know, is always key for us. And uh, we believe that uh, those efforts have led to the, the great market share that we enjoy today. Yeah, there's not a really a, a mayor's race or a, a council race or a school board race in Cleveland or the, our surrounding area, Northeast Ohio, 
where we don't have a presence. Uh, we have, and Dave would probably round it uh, better than me, but, but you know, two, three hundred people looking for the endorsements of the Cleveland Building Trades during every election cycle. Um, you know, and, and with that, obviously, you're in touch with the community. You're in, in touch with the city halls. And uh, if a big developer comes in town in the morning to uh, build a hotel or, or, or build a Best Buy or, or, or whatever uh, brick-and-mortar building that might be going up, we often start with City Hall and we, we explain, you know, City Hall actually can be our, our group, that uh, Abisky group, that will come in there to, to an owner or a developer and explain to them that, you know, there's a lot of union men and women in my town. They provide great value. Uh, we, we, we hope that uh, you, would, you would employ local people, which is always the buzzword in any community. And uh, oftentimes we can, we can bring them in uh, lockstep and barrel with us. And uh, it really uh, helps, uh, helps the community and helps our contractors and our members stay working. It sounds like it takes a lot of diligent research to research those candidates and projects and, you know, what the community's involvement is and what the community wants. Yeah, I, I couldn't have said it any better. And it, it, it takes a lot of effort. Dave puts a lot of, a lot of man hours in there. We're, we're fortunate to have him right in our building. Uh, he rents off us. So there's not a day that goes by that uh, me and Dave ain't sitting over a coffee table uh, discussing what's next in Cleveland. Our, our areas are... Well, you know, what building projects are going up? We have a new uh, timber frame building. It's going to be the largest timber uh, constructed uh, building in the country. And it's going right next door to the iconic uh, West Side Market there, right in the shadow of downtown Cleveland. And, you know, we were with them before there was even a shovel of ground. Probably two years there was ever before there was ever a shovel in the ground. Um, Dave. Uh, humble guy, but he sits on the Port Authority board, and he actually worked with them to help them bring their timber across the uh, across our waterways and save the project a significant amount of dollars because of Dave influ influence and his position on the Port Authority board, and helped them and helped the port get business and bring that timber frame building uh, right through our port and uh, help get that project uh, going and, and, and getting it off in the right direction. So we, we, we like to tell developers we, 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 we can bring a lot more to the table than just the men and women of the trades. Uh, we, we can help you in the community and we can help you with issues like this unique issue of bringing timber uh, across our waterways. I, I, Dave, would you want to expand on that? Yeah, no, I think you said it, uh, you said it uh, very well, Terry. I mean, it, uh, those that's the type of reach that that developers really like to see when they meet with us. It's not just about uh, supplying them with a trained workforce, but it's also about how you know other ways that we can help them. Whether it's bringing in pension dollars and investing in projects uh, through debt or equity, or or helping them, uh, as Terry mentioned, with something like the Port Authority. Uh, so. Yeah, I mean that's that's the type of relationship building that's really uh, really helped us uh, keep our members employed. That's fantastic! A bunch of winners on a bunch of different fronts there. Yes, right down the street from there is a project called Church and State, and a uh, real friendly developer that that we knew and made sure that we knew, and uh, we actually brought national pension dollars to that table. Uh, Dave, Dave, I know you'd like to expand on that. Yeah, we did uh, through the AFL-CIO Housing Investment Trust uh, provide 
a $40 million first mortgage on that project. So oh, wow. it was a great uh, story for us to, uh, to tell here in Cleveland. And uh, that project is finishing up now as we speak. People are actually moving into the building already. Uh, but we still have some people on site. But it was a major victory for the building trades. And that's a victory on a bunch of different fronts. I know the pension fund that I administer is an investor in the Housing Investment Trust. So we reap the benefits of you having a successful project as well. Yes, absolutely. It's absolutely. Such great advocacy for the members and the community. Right. Yeah, exactly, Shell. I mean, I think, you know, obviously the community sees it, uh, all the yeah, and, and other developers see it as well. So oftentimes when we announce a project and we're out there as we were, you know, at the groundbreaking uh, ceremony on the shovel, um, all the other developers in town want to know how they can, how their project can get off the ground. And uh, the, the, the phone never stops ringing once they see uh, these kind of projects coming out of the ground. That's, that's what we like to hear. Absolutely. <laughs> Well, we've talked on previous podcasts about our apprenticeship program. I know you guys work with a, a bunch of different apprenticeship programs. How how is your involvement with those programs? So we, um, I again represent all of the unions. So I'm not necessarily involved. Uh, Terry could speak more to uh, to his apprenticeship program. Obviously, we support them. We help them with recruiting, uh, but the training is left to the individual local unions. We're actually in the middle. Also, um, you know, we're we at local. 310, you know, all year uh, run our apprenticeship program and bring young men and women into the trades. But we're collaboratively working with our contractor association to unveil uh, our, our new program called Cleveland Builds, where we make it a little easier for the community as a whole to, uh, to bring men and women into the trades and to get to understand where they might fit the most. Because we all know to work in our business, whether it's 20 degrees and freezing in Cleveland or 90 degrees in Southern Ohio, um, it, it can be a tough business to get into. So we really want the kids that really want to be in construction and maybe better identify them and help them along their journey and their career. So do you go into like the high schools? Do you, do you have like career days or anything where you talk to kids, you know, around 17, 18 years old? We, we're, we're lucky enough to work with our Cleveland Municipal School District where we, we have a high school pre-apprenticeship program. So we were fortunate enough to get a retired training director from the Sheet Metal Union and actually insert them as the director of that program at, at uh, Max Hayes with the Cleveland School District. And we're also with a retired uh, iron worker uh, business manager. He runs our adult training center with Tri-C, our community college. So we're in our schools, we're in our uh, universities, and uh, we're hoping Cleveland Builds kind of brings them all under one roof uh, so the community can figure out where we're at. So looking back over your careers with the Cleveland Building Trades, and maybe each of you can take a turn on this one, what's the one project you're maybe proudest of or, or, or you know, it was a good story? Uh, well, most recently for me, it would be the John Hartness Brown building uh, and and the investment uh, through Ulico on that project that uh, we were able to get done. It was not easy. There was a hiccup uh, with the developer near the finish line there with Ulico, and it took uh, a lot of us putting our heads together and, and talking with uh, 
with Ed Smith at ULICO and also with uh, Sean McGarvey, the National Building Trades, our, our president, to, um, to really bring that thing across the finish line. But uh, in doing so, we were able to take that job from a, a non-union general contractor and give it to a union contractor. We turned the entire job around. It was 100% union. And uh, we also supplied about, I think, somewhere around $37 million in the first mortgage there. So that was a major victory for, for Cleveland. Great. Terry? You know, I, I really believe that I'm, I'm proudest where we're at today. And, and I think where we're at today is, is, is myself and Dave has, has, has raised the profile of, of labor, construction labor leaders in our town. I mean, as I told you earlier, Dave serves on our Port Authority. He also serves on our Board of Elections. I was lucky enough, both from the mayor and then the county executive, to be appointed on our uh, Regional Transit Authority that runs our bus and trains, and then by the county executive at the Sewer District, uh, where, um, you know, obviously, I think year in, year out, we let out some $800 million worth of work. So um, we're, we're, myself and Dave are proud to be on those four boards. I think people in our community know that the Cleveland building trades, we're, we're, we're here to build our community. We're here to offer opportunities to our young men and women in our town. And uh, we're, we're just proud to be a part of, of the ever-changing uh, landscape of our town. Do you, either of you either have time ever have time to have fun? I mean, it sounds like you're working all the time. <laughs> well, this Friday we have our annual golf outing, and uh, it's sold out every year. And you, you, they come from far and wide. I mean, literally across the country. Kudos to Dave. So we we we're lucky enough to have a, a little fun on Friday. It won't be fun until the first ball goes in the air because Dave Dave does an immense amount of planning and and and, and a lot of hard work I'm goes sure. into that for the past three four months. I'm sure. I, I couldn't have a better partner than Terry. But honestly, to tell you the truth, even the tough times here uh, in these jobs can be fun as long as you got good good people like him to work with. So. Oh yeah, for sure. And it's it's a it's apparent how much you are involved in the community. Can you tell us a little bit about some of the uh, volunteer work that you do? And then also a little bit about your diversity and inclusion program. Yeah, we do volunteer work from time to time, uh, different unions. I know I'm, I'm meeting uh, at a, a local uh, place called our Edna House. and They help uh, addicted women uh, get back up on their feet again for, you know, from drugs or alcohol. So I know we're going to be doing some small work for them over there just to help out. But, you know, we've done volunteer projects across this community for, you know, for decades and decades. And, uh, you know, the nice thing about building trades workers is they're never afraid to lend a hand um, to those who most need it. So something I'm certainly proud of. Uh, diversity and inclusion is, uh, you know, it's really a hallmark of the building trades and something that uh, both Terry and I, and the rest of our business managers and, and union leadership are proud of. Uh, it, it's really not even a, a um, you know, some people ask us if it's, you know, what our initiative is. It's really just kind of our culture now. It's not even so, so much an initiative anymore. It's really just how we do business. We want to make sure that we, when we go into an area to work, we reflect the demographics of that area, and, and nobody does it better than we do. Uh, we, we hold uh, about five annual uh, job fairs. Uh, we bring hundreds of people in, and um, 
you know, certainly encourage them to consider a career in the building trades and, and oftentimes are bringing in people that, you know, are underemployed or, or unemployed and, and giving them a job with health care and, and benefits, uh, pension benefits, so that they can uh, take care of themselves, get to retirement and retire with some dignity. So, um, you know, we're really proud of that. But diversity and inclusion is really just what we do here. It's, it's mm-hmm. just part of our part of our culture. Yes, a, a recent success story is Metro Hospital is undergoing a billion-dollar transformation into their uh, old, kind of old and weathered campus, and uh, through the uh, uh, inclusion of uh, the building trades and at the urging of Dr. Boutros, who's a, a great friend uh, uh, personally of Dave's and the Cleveland building trades, he really urged us to even reach out a little more to the Spanish-American uh, and Hispanic uh, group that if, if you know the area of Metro Hospital, it actually sits in a, in a densely populated Hispanic uh, 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 populated community. And uh, through that, I'd say, Dave, we're probably somewhat of approaching 100 uh, young men and women of, of Hispanic uh, culture in, right into directly into the Cleveland building trades. And both Dr. Boutros and that community uh, couldn't be any more uh, happier with how we just you know, really reacted on the, on the spot and uh, really upped uh, our, our uh, involvement with the Spanish-American uh, Council and, and the Hispanic uh, community in Cleveland. What is the labor citizen? Labor citizen is the oldest labor newspaper in uh, the country. In fact, it was started in 1891. Uh, wow. even prior to the existence of the building trades, which came about in 1913 here in Cleveland. So, um, yeah, it's, it's great. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's been uh, changed recently. Back in uh, 2013, we, we kind of went to a full-color publication, and it's gotten really, really big. We mail it out to 18,000 people monthly and 40,000 people quarterly. So it's, it's really become a, a big publication, and uh, we sell a lot of advertising there, and uh, it's just been great. It's a great way to reach out to our members and to, uh, to give them the reports they may not otherwise hear if they're not able to come to monthly meetings, especially now during the COVID crisis. I understand you have a podcast as well, America's Workforce Radio. Uh, that's, a, that's a labor radio program that I, I'm on monthly, but, yeah, we, we do that um, – uh, it's on every day, actually, but I, I come on once a month, and uh, or at least try to, and it's run by Ed Flash Ferens, who's a pretty uh, popular DJ here in town, and um, he uh, he does a nice job with that show. How are things going during this pandemic? We we worked with our contractors very closely, um, first and foremost, to make sure that these job sites were safe. I mean, we we, we of course wanted our members to to stay there, but we, we, in order to stay there, we had to make sure that hand-washing stations were available and that, you know, masks were given out and, and everything that we could potentially do to keep our people safe, we had to do. As long as that was happening, uh, and, and it did happen on every site that we, that we represent people on, uh, we were fine with our folks staying there. Um, we, uh, you know, we really weathered the storm quite well all things being considered. I mean, Ohio was shut down and our workers continued without interruption uh, to, to work and build these projects that really needed to be built. Did you seem to get a cooperation from the contractors? 
very much so. I, they they were very proactive in this. I mean, no, nobody wanted a breakout on their project and a bunch of people getting sick and, and potentially, you know, uh, potentially dying for that matter. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, they were very, very much concerned about the well-being of our members and the well-being of their employees. So it, it was not a hard sell, but it did take a lot of collaboration between them and us, uh, you know, because really we never experienced this before. So we didn't really know how to handle it. Um, so it just took a, it took a, a great deal of collaboration and work, working arm in arm with them uh, to get it done. We've talked about about that on previous podcasts, how our union, the unions of the building trades, how they were almost a step ahead on this. Everybody just came together and came together quickly. And, you know, our workers were safe. We made sure the PPE was there. And, you know, it's just great to be a part of organizations like that. Yeah. Yeah, great. Absolutely, Shelley. We're just another example of when you work with the organized uh, labor force that, you know, you, you see collaboration, you see people working together, and uh, I couldn't imagine being on any other side but the side of the men and women of the trades that, you know, really took this to heart, really worried about themselves, their families, their co-workers' families, and, and we, we, we all just jumped in, the, jumped in the same boat and rode in the same direction. It was great to see. Well, if any of our listeners want to find out more about the Cleveland Building and Construction Trades Council, is there a website or anything like that that they can they can log on and, and check you out? Yes, www.cbctc.org is our and, website, yes. We do have a Facebook page also. That would be it's just Cleveland Building Trades. Okay. Yep. We will make sure both, both of those links are posted in the notes to this show. And I recommend it definitely for people to check it out. I was on the website earlier today. It's a great website, very informative. Thanks for joining us, Dave. Yeah, yeah thank you. We appreciate it. Thank you all for, for allowing me uh, the time here today. I, I really appreciate it. Terry, thanks thanks for joining us today. We appreciate your time and, and drive safe on your way back from Chicago. And, uh, you know, stay out, stay out of those dips. <laughs> <laughs> thanks so much, Terry. We appreciate you and all you do. Great. Thanks, everybody. So I think it's pretty impressive that a, a city the size of Cleveland has been able to get such a great market share for the union trades in the in Cleveland in the building trades. Well, it's not surprising though when you hear everything they do for the community, for their members, and you know how involved they are. Absolutely, they're forward looking and and they really care about the community. They do, they do. It's a great organization and. Like I said before, I recommend for people to check out that website. Absolutely. Look and see what all they do do. Well, thank you for joining us today on Down with the Dig. We'd love to hear from you. Send us any comments, any questions, anything you want to hear about it, talk at downwiththedig.com. And remember to like us, share us, subscribe to us, and tell your friends about us. Thanks for joining us today. Be safe out there. Well, now you're up to date. Views and comments expressed on this podcast may not be those of Ohio Labor's District Council or LIUNA. Thanks for listening, and let's be careful out there.